Hey, Peter. Yo. What's important? Well, we know listening is. That's always number one around here, right? Yeah, but is that the only thing? Well, I have the feeling like you want to lead to this place of social listening. I do indeed. All right, let's go there. All right, here we go. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music, advice, inspiration, and how to listen. You know, I've been trying out different taglines. I think I might have just hit on something. And how to listen. He finally... Fo- what, what about dope? Dopeness dope li- to the popeness. Well, no, but, you know, dope listening idea. That's part of it. But that's a lot about what we talk about around here. We talk a lot about listening. About how to listen. Yeah. Because we love it. We love listening. It's been such a game changer for us. I mean, it's like one of those things that you're both participating in and you're learning and it's nourishing you and it's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? All at the same time. That could be listening like what we're going to talk about today, which I'm super excited about, you know, social listening, listening with others. Like how does that enhance the, not that it's better or worse than individual listening. It's just different. Yeah. But it's important. But also listening on the bandstand, listening when you practice. I mean, like the ears, the, the, the process of listening is just so important. And, and like we take it for granted because we're like, oh, of course. It's like if you're an artist, how does the art look? Your eye, like that's the, the window into that world, of course. If you're dancing, how does it feel and how does it look and all that? So, of course, how does it sound? But I mean, it's just like once you start thinking about listening and really zeroing in on that and the different ways that you can do it, it's just so exciting and such a game changer. Yeah, and full disclosure, this whole episode is really inspired by our new course, Language of the Masters, which you probably heard about there at the top of the show. For today, uh, for our You'll Hear listeners, if you check the show description, you can save $30 on this new course. What? It's a super popular course already, Peter, called Language of the Masters. It's where we do a bunch of social listening. We break down five of the greatest piano solos of all time, blah, blah, blah. But it's really, really important to listen with other musicians, both musicians who are on your level and better than you, and even musicians who aren't as good as you so that you have to explain things to them. That's All right. of these things are like part of the process, man. Every yes. musician goes through this. That's why uh, it's it's so much, uh, the social element is so important to growing. So we thought we'd talk about why it's important to listen socially and how you might uh, think about doing that with some of your listening friends. That's right. And can also be a great way to make new friends. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, think about how, how many people I mean, we connected over music. Um, you know, most, most of my dearest friends in, in the world, there's that connection between music and listening is, is one of the great ways to do that. So, all right. So what do you think is not necessarily the most important part of social listening, but what's the part that resonates the most or has for you? Adam? Yeah. Well, I'm, for me, I, I'm, I'm most of my, favorite records were recommended by someone mm. else. And I think that like, so if we start from sort of panning out, right, yeah. zooming out to why having friends who are into the same music or even not even the same music, just music in general, yeah. and can point you to new music is super important because when you find someone who you like their taste, yeah. like I'm, I, I cling. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. What, what are you listening to right now? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Because they're, they're going to feed me like, hey, I'm right outside your window. See me over <laughs> yeah. here? Kind of creepy. No, but th- those friends have always been super important in my life. And I, I'd like to think, I, I hope that I've I've hip people to cool stuff that I'm into as well. Well, you've hit me to stuff for sure. But it's really, I think, you know, is especially when you're developing and you want to grow, like having a social network of people who can recommend records to listen to and who can argue about what's the, you yeah. know, their favorite records and the best version of this or that or whatever, man, that's all really important. Cause then you get to know sort of the culture around it too. Right. Exactly. Culture 
um, around listening and around interacting with and and learning from, but also just enjoying, yeah. you know, music. I I, th- I think about you know what what is that that phrase or that advice where it's like you're the average of the four people that you hang out with the most. Right, that's right. So I think with this, like hanging out with people that can that not only can hip you to great stuff because I think everybody's got things that they kind of know or have heard that others don't. So that's a nice thing too. But also it's like, how do you listen? What are you listening for? Because think about like social listening. It's not just, hey, have you ever heard, you know, um, you know, Miles, Miles Smiles, that record? Oh, no, I haven't heard that. Is that good? Oh, yeah, go listen to it. Yeah. Of course, that's that's a recommendation, but you could get that off the internet or from a radio show or uh, what's a radio show? What am I talking about? There's a no podcast. Radio. Come on, man. No you way. could get that from us, you know, um, and that's great. Well, they, you'll hear it radio. Yeah, hour. It's yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The lie, you know, the embers are burning. Um, but weather and traffic on the ones. <laughs> but that's like the. Uh, that's just a recommendation for you to go probably listen on your own. Totally. Which is great, too. And totally. that's an important thing. That's a whole other episode we could talk about. But I think that when when you listen with people, it's like you're getting not just the recommendation. You're getting a recommendation on how to listen to, like what to discover in that. It might be something that you know really well or thought that you knew really well. But if you have very astute, if you're, you know... Um, network of four people are elevating you. Like if they're kind of lame and you're only elevating them, that's fine. You're doing a public service, but you got to find some other friends. That's right. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember listening to, uh, and this would be fun if we could just kind of go through some memorable listening sessions totally. from yesteryear. Absolutely. Um, I remember back in 1995. Do you remember 1995? I do indeed, yes. You were probably... A junior in high school. A junior in high school. So I was a full-grown adult, as it were. <laughs> right, not, right. You know, not the tallest, but yeah. full-grown for me. Sure. Uh, but I remember doing a tour in Japan. This is back when the tours would be long. It was like three weeks, three and a half weeks. And it was a double bill. Benny Green Trio. Ever heard of him? Yeah. Benny Green on piano. Yeah. Christian McBride, a young Christian McBride. Well, we're all young. Yeah. On bass. Yep. Kenny Washington. Ooh, ever heard of him? Wow. On drums. I would like to hear that trio, please. Yes. It was I got to hear them every night. So there was that listening because we were alternating sets at the Blue Note Clubs in three different cities. I was Whoa. playing with Joshua Redmond, Brian Blade, Christopher Thomas Quartet. Um, that was actually the first kind of big tour we did then in ninety five. Um, but as much as it was fun to listen to them play each night, um, the hang afterwards where we were just like listening in McBride's room until late at night because he had like a laptop then, which was kind of a thing then and had like some music loaded in that wasn't just, we all had like our CDs or whatever. Yeah. He had some kind of MP3, MP1 file going on or something. <laughs> but I remember, he- I mean, I remember hearing specific things like what's the horse silver record with the, um, is it, uh, with the circle? Uh, I'll get it. I've, I've remembered it. I can still picture it. What you know, how it looks and stuff. But I, it was a great Blue Note record that I'd never heard. I, I thought I'd heard all the Horace Silver stuff. But it was so great to hear that. But then to hear McBride, like, oh, check this out. Check out this rim shot. Check, you know, I mean, it was just such a discovery thing. And then Blade was playing us like really cool stuff. And I mean, I learned so much on that tour. And most of it wasn't on the bandstand. Most of it was just on the hang. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, for real, man. Would this be uh, Horace Silver Tree introducing the Horace Silver Tree? No, it would be. Um, it would be uh, new faces, new sounds. No, no. But let's hear about a memorable period of yours, and I will find it by the time your story. I but it. I will both simultaneously be listening to your story as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, <laughs> thank you. For me, the, uh, the 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 most prescient memory I have is is the first time I heard Giant Steps, and mm. I remember the apartment I was in with my friend Jason Van Diemen, yeah, uh, bass player, and him 
like telling me about it and what was happening, right? And that, so this is where we can kind of get to the next thing. So you have these friends who introduce you to new music and what to listen to. And and then they could like, if, you, if you're with a more experienced musician, they can tell you what's like, because I was like, wait, what? what is happening here? And he'd be like, it's moving in major thirds. It's moving through B major, G major, and E flat major. And I was like, what? No, that mind, fast? Mind blown? Is that what you mind mean? blown for sure. Yeah. And uh, that's the other part of this that I think is so crucial is when you're listening with musicians who are more experienced with you, they can point out the things that you can't hear that are going on. Right. That, you, that you may be like, I love that sound. What is happening? What is going on there? Yeah. And they know, right? Yep. And then, Another part of that is if you're listening to ex musicians that are less experienced than you, don't sleep on that as a learning experience because they're going to have questions and you are going to have to think of your answer in a way that is like correct, right? hopefully, yeah, yeah, and helps them to, to, to understand it better. And teaching always helps us solidify how we know things. Yeah. So yeah. it's a teaching moment for you as you listen with unexperienced musicians or less experienced musicians. And that can be really, really crucial too. And then just listening with your peers and just commiserating on stuff you both like, you know, yep. or or that you all like. Like you said, I mean, my, my I feel like my story is no Benny Green Trio featuring Chris McBride and, and Kenny Washington with Joshua Redman and Chris Thomas and Brian Blade. Yeah. There's some names dropped on the floor, my friend. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they were just they, they put on their pants just like uh, everybody else, I guess. Uh, but uh but yeah, that I mean, I think that you touched on you know, kind of an important duality of um, communal or, or community-based social listening. And that is, you know, not only what to listen to and like getting hip to things like, what? Okay. It's, by the way, it's Horace Scope, the Horace Silver Quintet, because I remember oh, yeah. Strolling is the first tune. Of course. Um, it's great. Great, great record. Nika's Dream is on there. But um, it's only not like what to listen to, but it's how to listen to it. That's, you know what I mean? Totally. Like what to focus in on, like how to experience it. And sometimes that's an overt, you know, thing where it's like, oh, check out this G7 sharp nine or whatever and how it's placed there. I mean, I remember even being like, this is a two feel that he's playing. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's a two feel. Okay, right. cool. I've heard of that. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Oh, it's great stuff. All right, buddy. Uh, thank you so much. And again, check out the new course. Link here just for you. You'll hear it, listeners, for $30 off. Our brand new course, Language of the Masters. Today here. only. Well, no, all week. Okay, all week only. Sorry, <laughs> but make sure to get on it now because uh, this price won't be like that for a while. This is uh, this course is already popping off too. You're gonna want to check it out. Yeah, and we're getting a lot of like really positive feedback, which I'm always excited about. I mean, I actually get excited about negative feedback too because it tells us, you know, you got if you don't know what you're not doing right, how do you know what to, how to do it right? Absolutely, our members are, are really digging it. If you're already an Open Studio member, it's on your dashboard. Exactly, it's right there, available to you, and you can consider becoming a member where you get access to all this stuff. Um, but, but I do think that, you know, our initial idea, cause this is different than anything we've ever done. Totally. Um, I mean, it's probably closer to this podcast in some ways, but with the GPSs and like this so specific to like these solos of these pianos that we love and know and, and like, you know, we had so much fun doing it. it was, it's almost criminal yet. It's not. Oh, how do we playing. get away with it? So we're going to take a little risk here. Until next time, folks, you'll hear it. <laughs>